Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Intern This. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Avery. I'm Peyton. I'm Grace. I'm Rhett. <laughs> and we are so excited to be hanging out with you guys this week. Yes. So we're going to start with our fun facts. Mm-hmm. This week they are fun facts. Thank you, Peyton. <laughs> this week they are about nature. nature. Yes, nature fun <laughs> for all the nature lovers. <laughs> okay. Anybody, anybody? I can go. go first. I can go. go for it. <laughs> uh, mine's about outer space, which is technically nature, so it's fine. Is it though? <laughs> I think so. Okay. I think so. <laughs> it exists. I would argue yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so mine is that Saturn could float on water because Ooh. apparently size has nothing to do with buoyancy. I don't know anything about science. I'm going to throw like that out there. I feel like you need a lot there. of water. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but like size apparently has nothing to do with buoyancy. So it's, yeah, it's less dense yeah. than That makes water. sense to me. Well, I mean, enough water that Saturn yeah. could fit on it. I don't know how big like Saturn. <laughs> Saturn is just like a ball of gas. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So it could sit on on Anything, some water. Yeah. Could I just it think float on yeah. an Earth yeah. ocean. No, I don't think so. Because why not? It Earth would just be would bigger than Earth, yeah. right? Oh, now. it would devour Earth. <laughs> okay, you're right. So we need a bigger planet yeah. than Earth. It's like a massive ocean. Okay, oh, man. I just yeah. Yeah. This the the little fun fact online said good luck finding a bathtub big enough to test this out. What a <laughs> fun I think is pretty funny. Joke. Yeah, Rhett, What about you, dude? What's your what's your fa- fun fact about nature? All right, mine's that cows kill more people than sharks do. I'm terrified Excuse of me? No, I'm just wow. I've always been terrified I've of sharks. That. So cows are just big dog cows big kill more people than sharks. They're more dangerous than sharks. That's terrible. Maybe it's just because we interact so much. I was about more to say, cows. I feel like there's yeah. probably more cows more interactions. than sharks. Yeah. Sharks yeah. kill an average general, of five but, people per year wow. and uh, cows kill an average of 22 people per year. But see, this is a thing where I feel like in both of those cases, it's easy to not get killed by a cow or a shark. Just like, like don't interact just, with just cows and go, sharks. Just don't go by the cows or sharks. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I don't know, because humans have to interact with cows. Not well, me. but like, like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. If you're okay. interacting with cows and you're like not a farmer. Be, be, yeah. 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 Okay. That's okay. Fine. Well, then let me that kind of. This podcast is so educational. Really I'm sorry. Is. Go ahead. <laughs> but his kind of his fun fact kind of leads into mine and that great white sharks Great white sharks can smell blood in water up to three miles away. Ah. But don't worry, because you're more likely to die from a bee sting than a shark. Does that mean oh, you're more yeah. likely to Have die from a bee stung? sting okay. than a cow? List of the animals I need I to avoid. Know. Cows, sharks, bees. Yes. yes. <laughs> Say the bees. Have you guys been stung? I've no. never, ever been stung by I've been by stung a by a wasp. <gasps> yeah, it's terrifying. It was like a mud dopper, I think. Ew. It's just like uh, different than a wasp, but I don't like it still it. hurt. And horse okay. flies. Horse flies hurt. No. Those were the worst, especially like when you're chilling by the pool in summer and you just like, ow. I've also heard that um, you're more likely to be killed by lightning than you are by a shark. Really? Wow. The gist is don't be scared of sharks, guys. That is the point. At this Much point. more dangerous things on yeah, this planet. You, you can just punch them in the nose. Speaking of things that are terrible. Oh my gosh. Mosquitoes. Gross. And my fun uh, fact is that Iceland is the only country without mosquitoes. Is I'm it too well, I'm so, moving to Iceland. Iceland. <laughs> USA. Change my question from last podcast to I'm moving to Iceland. Oh my oh, okay. <laughs> Iceland. Okay. That's insane. Okay. So today we're talking about something that everybody, I'm pretty sure, almost can relate to. Social media. Social media. Yeah, dun, unless dun, you're dun, living dun, under dun, a rock. Dun, dun. <laughs> um, 
So I Googled social media for as a place to start. I thought it'd be a good time. Smart. And Google smart, just says smart. that social media is any digital tool that allows users to quickly create and share content content with the public, which I think throws a lot of things into the idea of social media when we typically only consider like a few things. Okay. Um, so basically, there's a lot of websites and apps that allow us to, to like interact socially, which we would call social media. Mm-hmm. Like some, MySpace. yeah, <laughs> some that might come to mind are like the Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, MySpace, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think there's also a lot of like other ways we interact, maybe through video games, like the chat feature could be considered a social media stuff like that. So I think it's a lot broader than we sometimes think. So I thought that was interesting. That is very interesting. Um, what do you all think? Like type of social media platform you use the most? Mine is definitely Instagram. It's like the only Me one too. that I have. Um, I'm, on Instagram the most for yeah. sure. I have my um my screen time app up oh, and it says that I average a week about I think it said like four or five hours a week on Snapchat. Oh, oh my Snapchat. Snapchat. I'm hardly ever on Snapchat. Yeah, anymore. I deleted yeah. Snapchat, not a fan. Oh, yeah, I know I'm trying to snap you sometimes. But <laughs> I just forever don't unopened. <laughs> I would say snap. But, like, if I get on TikTok, I'm usually not on there for, like, a minute or two. I'm usually on there for an hour or two hours. I just, See, keep, I just keep going. Is YouTube a social media? Just keep I think yes. Yeah. Okay, then yeah. I take it back. I'm on, like, YouTube, YouTube like, the most. seven or eight hours a week. I think YouTube <laughs> combines the social media element with, like, yeah, an entertainment. It does. Yeah, like it's, like, kind of like TV uh, and yeah, social right. media at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, as we're talking about this, um, I want to emphasize that we don't think social media is inherently bad um but there are things to definitely be aware and cautious of when we are using social media so we are going to talk about some of that okay just another interesting fun fact for you guys is that 3.5 billion people of the 7 plus billion people that live on this planet so like 45 percent of the population use social media that is a crazy amount of people interacting every day behind the scenes on this thing that we call the internet. Um, And this interaction of people all over the world, it can be a really great thing, especially right now. Like in the pandemic. (laughs) During a pandemic, yeah, when we lots of times can't be around each other face-to-face, it can be a great thing, but it can also bring a lot of issues. So the question is, how do we as Christ followers strive to glorify God and live in His image on yeah. social media. Yeah, I think social media has become so like big in our lives and especially when the like pandemic happened and people couldn't see each other face to face, we started to see like a rise in the use of social media. So I looked it up real fast and some sites were saying that on average humans across the globe spend about 144 minutes on social media platforms each day, which is a lot of time in your day if you think about it. Like there are so many things we do throughout the day and we always think we're so busy, but like if I'm really spending 144 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So then I specifically looked in America and it is closer to two hours even in America. And reportedly for Instagram, users will on average spend 53 minutes a day, which might not, like you might not think you're spending that much time because you're like, oh, I'm just going to sit down and look for a few minutes while I wait for something. But like throughout the whole day, that's a whole hour potentially. And I know specifically for me, like if I'm not at school and busy and stuff, I could spend like two to three hours on Instagram. My mom's always like yelling at me to get (laughs) off of Instagram. Oh, that screen time report for me goes way up when I'm not in school, for (laughs) sure. I think it's important like... 
when we are looking at how much time people and us specifically are spending, like it's important to look at the positives and negatives that this might be having on on us. Like, so I know Peyton was mentioning his screen time earlier, but like, Rhett, did that surprise you? Like that maybe you're potentially spending like multiple hours of your day every day on this stuff? No. <laughs> okay, good. Because I realize it. He's like, I know, I know. It. I do, <laughs> I do awesome. get like surprised whenever it like, because I'll get on Instagram for like 30 minutes and then I'll like wait until later that night and then I'll get on again and I'll be like, wait, I was already on for <laughs> right. 30 minutes today. Right. And it'll just surprise me sometimes. Mm. Right. Well, yeah, we spend so much time on social media that it's important to know the pros and cons of said social media. So let's just list some of them. A few pros. Yeah, some pros. We were talking earlier. One pro is that during, especially in a pandemic, we can stay connected with friends and family. Like I know not a lot of people use Marco Polo or whatever, but uh-huh. <laughs> look it up. It's really fun. I, I use Marco Polo to like talk to my friends that I hadn't seen in months because of not being in school and stuff. So I think that's a pro. Another pro is that um, social media can help us develop a certain type of social skill. In the world we live in, it is important to know how to effectively communicate online. Mm -hmm. Social media can also drive creativity. We see a lot of like creators like making things or doing artistic things and using social media as a way to share that with people. So I think that could be a big pro. Mm -hmm. Uh, Social media can also help us um, with self-expression in many ways. I've seen this in a lot of my friends. Like I study music. I have a lot of friends who are music people. So that's a big outfit for them. Um, recording and posting music. Um, Grace, this is like a plug. Oh, no. At Graceful Threads, everyone. <laughs> oh look it up. God. Grace embroiders, and she's really good at it. So that's like a creative outlet for you. Must yeah, be nice. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun to like, like yeah, the to next, share your, yeah, the next pro yeah. is like about community. And it is a lot of fun to like, I found a community of people that embroider and it's just fun to see what everybody's doing and right. being creative in that way. So I do think social media can bring us into these like, bigger, broader communities and give us some sense of belonging. Obviously, all of these have a con kind of attached to them, but go for it. So yeah, there are pros of social media, but there are definitely also cons. One big con is um, spend a lot of time on social media and you can start feeling like you aren't adequate. And that's because social media is a highlight reel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that when I first heard that term, that helped me a lot. Like, when you're looking at Instagram, people only post their best moments, yeah. but we don't tend to really register that. Yeah. So I yeah. agree. And a lot of the times while you're looking at social media is not your best moment. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. People yes. are posting about well, their the best thing. moment and you could be you're, looking at their best like moment while bed. you're... Because like, you yeah. know your own best moments, but you also know all your own worst moments, right. yeah, exactly. but you're only seeing everybody else's best moments. Yes. Yes. So. Mm. Another one is the fear that you're missing out on things. Social media allows us to like, right, allows us to kind of like see into other people's lives. Obviously, the highlights usually, but like it might make you feel like, oh, I'm not going out to eat as much or I'm not doing this as much as other people. And then you're like, well, I'm missing out on some important part of life. Mm -hmm. Another con is loneliness. I thought this was really interesting. Ironically, studies show that increased use of social media leads to increased feelings of loneliness. And this is because we as humans need this face-to-face connection, these relationships. And we tend to think that digital relationships can replace that when really it definitely cannot. Right. Um, We can also sometimes let social media define who we are when that's not who we're supposed to be defined by. And so like, I think that has become a big con that like, 
oh, I, I want to be this type of person or that type of person based on the other people I'm seeing on social media. And then we let that be our definition of who we are and it can just be really dangerous. Yeah. Another con is that social media can actually be very addictive and time consuming. Have you ever heard about, okay, somebody told me this once that Instagram, if you post a picture, Instagram will hold back likes until you get like a bunch of them and then it will send you a bunch of notifications at once. Oh my goodness. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I've heard. <laughs> but that's because like it makes you really happy. Right. So like, yeah, these apps are literally like tailored working. to manipulate you to keep you coming back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to bring up mm. this documentary because I know it like blew up, but The Social Dilemma, mm -hmm. I watched it while we were talking about doing this podcast topic and it was talking about stuff like that, that like the, since they introduced ads to social media, Facebook and specific, like specifically, um, the, these companies are creating like, um, what are they called? Algorithms, mm -hmm. algorithms that like are learning you as a person. And then they're sending you things that will keep you looking at the screen, like, cause they need you to keep scrolling. So I just think that's crazy. Like that we are so just like prone to just like, oh, I'm going to just keep looking. And then yeah. we end up spending three hours on TikTok and you're like, yeah. what, what am I doing with my day? So right. I, I agree that can be a big con. It's also a con that social media has a whole bunch of different voices and opinions that are claiming to be the truth. So not a, necessarily a con that there are lots of opinions on social media, but that all of them are claiming to be the truth. And it can mm -hmm. be hard to sort through like what is actual truth and what's just someone throwing out their opinions. And often it has associated with that images or words or ideas that are not pleasing to the Lord that we shouldn't be putting in our minds, but they're all thrown at us as truth. And we just have to start like digging through that pile of stuff. Yeah. And then finally, social media is a place that is often filled with confrontation at Twitter. <laughs> um, so yes, we have to be careful to make sure that our words always reflect Jesus. Yeah. I hate Twitter. I'd be on there at night just scrolling no. through other Twitter bees. Twitter is so right. toxic. It's the worst. It, it really is. is. You're right. It's so toxic. Yeah. All right. Well, I hate you, Twitter. As we get into this topic, I found a fun quote that I <laughs> would like to share. This says, I think that social media is like a screwdriver. A screwdriver you can build beautiful things with, but you could also stab somebody in the face with it. Wow. Yes. So wow. I think that's a, that's a quote right there, Avery. Listen, wow. I, I think this quote is very blunt, but I think it's like so true to that what is. social media is. Like we're I talking agree. about like some beautiful pros, like, oh my gosh, we can be creative and have a community of creative people and we can use it as an outlet, but also like Right. Like it can become a very dangerous and isolating place. So I yeah. think I love that quote for that, that reason. That quote is from Paul Tripp. So. <laughs> yeah, I Thank love you, Paul, Paul Tripp. Tripp. Oh my gosh. Um, so then we have to ask a few questions regarding social media. And like, that's what we're kind of kind of kind of going to spend the rest of the podcast talking about. Like, so how do we start to use social media to reflect God's love? How can we protect ourselves from these cons? How can we look to scripture to maybe turn the cons that we see associ associated with social media to help it become more of a positive thing in our life. Not so that we don't necessarily have to be like, oh my gosh, cut all social media out. You need to delete your accounts. Like, but instead, like, let's use social media as something beautiful and like build things with it, build people up, you know, instead of falling into some of those cons that can be very dangerous. Right. So yeah, we're going to look at some of these questions and some scriptures that go along with them and then how we can apply them to our life. So to start off, I'm talking about how often we can start letting social media define who we are in many ways. People can sometimes be defined by how they're viewed on social media or the likes they get and the followers they have. At least we feel like these things define us. Mm -hmm. 
But we know that the truth is, is that we are defined by Christ alone because we are made in his image. So because we are made in that image, we are called to show it and to show that light to others. So the scripture that we have for this is Matthew 5, 14 through 16. It says, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand and it gives light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So I really like this analogy of the city on a hill and that we as believers are city on a hill and we cannot be hidden. And I think that social media has the potential to be this really big hill that we can shine our light from if we use it right. So instead of allowing social media to define who we are and how we act, we can remember that we are defined as image bearers and we need to let that light shine. And social media is a great way to do this. Um, It's a great place to share the light and love of Christ if we use it to show who defines us rather than allowing it to define us. So one way that you can like actually do this on social media is tell others on social media about how God is working in your life. Um, if you've been doing some scripture reading and you feel like he's really been speaking to you in some way, like share that with people, mm-hmm. with your friends and your followers. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I agree. I think that's a cool way to switch it from where social media defines us to where we can show who defines us through social media. Yeah. Um, a second con that we can turn to being something positive is the the fact that it is addi- addictive and time-consuming. Um we often end up spending hours scrolling on social media when there are a lot of other things we can be doing, like homework or reading our Bible, spending time homework. with our family and friends. Um, time is a resource and we are called to use it wisely. And if we're not careful with social media, it can steal that resource from us. Um, I know I struggle with that on social media where I'm like, before bed, I'm like, oh, I'll just scroll through it. And then when people are like, well, why haven't you done your Devo? I'm like, well, I was too busy, but I'm not busy. I spent an hour before bed when I could have been reading the Bible. Right. So Psalms 90, 12 um, says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. It's just reminding us that like time is valuable and we need to be wise with how we use that. So maybe instead of scrolling through social media, we can replace it with something that helps us grow closer to the Lord and strengthens our relationship. So like maybe tonight when you, instead of, you know, just pulling out your phone to scroll through social media before falling asleep, maybe pull out your phone and read the Bible or reach out to a friend that you haven't talked to in a long time or go spend some time with your family. Yeah. I think that's my biggest vice when it comes to social media is the time. (laughs) So yeah. Um, Next, social media is a place, as we have seen, that is often filled with confrontation. And we have to be careful to make sure that our words always reflect Jesus. We don't want to fall into this trap of like, it's, it is it is okay to stand up for what you believe in, but like um, Peyton said, that it can be really toxic and we can't, mm-hmm. as believers, we cannot fall into that trap. So um, just because we're not speaking face-to-face with people over social media um, doesn't mean that our words don't hurt one of the best ways to show the love of Christ is with our words. So we need to let social media be a tool that we can use to encourage people and remind them that they are loved. And a scripture we have for this is Proverbs twelve eighteen. It says, the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise bring healing. And then also 1 Thessalonians five eleven says, therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. So I think that'd be really cool. We as believers if we're positive on social media and encouraging, showing love on social media, that's almost like 
counter to what social mm-hmm. media is. Yeah. So that's a really cool thing. And yeah, a practical step is to actively look for ways on your social media to encourage others. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, I agree that that could be something really cool that like if believers started being very positive on social media and actually showing like the love of Christ and how that's changed us, then it could totally flip social media on its head right. for what it is. Right. Um, Social media is also filled with different voices and opinions that are all claiming to be truth. So we need to have discernment when we're on social media um, to not fall into that pile of just like opinions and trying to figure out what's truth. Um, For this, John, 1 John 4.11 speaks to this point. Um, It says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. We really have to be cautious about what voices we're listening to and believing, and especially on social media, because we can't really, like, see who the person is, you know? Like, if I'm talking with my friend, I obviously know a little bit more about them than some, like, random person on Twitter or whatever. Um, And a large following does not necessarily mean credibility. So, like, we can't just look to maybe the person is verified or whatever they say. Um, we have to use discernment and seek people who reflect Jesus on social media so that we aren't just ending up in a pile of opinion and stuff that mm-hmm. we have to sort through. Um, we have to understand that there are lots of voices out there and filter those voices through the Bible and filter what we're hearing and seeing through the scriptures and the Lord to actually like discern what is good and true. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is like the gist of what we have. But um, Peyton Red, do you guys have anything that came to mind? Anything you want to add? Or some I, some other practical steps maybe to yeah. fight those cons. I think you have to be careful when you post uh, on Instagram or Twitter, or whatever. Like whatever, I, you have to be. I think you have to be careful to not become an Instagram Christian or a social media Christian, where mm. that's all of the scripture you're getting is. Oh, let me go find this Bible verse and I'm going to post it on my Instagram story or my Snap story, and then that's all of the Bible reading you do for the day or for the week or whatever, uh, I think you have to be very careful um, to first read or like devote or be devote in the word. And then it's like, okay, this really meant a lot to me. I'm going to post it. Not just, oh, this is a cool graphic. I'm going to post it. So that's kind of what I had. Yeah. Even like as much as social media is, the new Bible app that is out right now, it's pretty much a social media. Like they've turned it into a social media. Like you can go on there and read people's comments on verses and like people's comments and look at, they even have like devotion videos from like Craig Rochelle or like people from life church or different churches around the country. Like just, you can just go on there pick a verse or pick a like topic that you want to listen to and pull up a sermon that you want to listen to. And like if you like Grace said, if you like find yourself at night scrolling through Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, just like replace that time going through people's comments or like sermons on the Bible app and see what you can find. Yeah, I think yeah. that's cool that you added that because I noticed like during I know we keep talking about COVID, but like during quarantine, I would like jump on there and it was an easy way to like watch a sermon or like they do a little like story and it would like be a verse and then yeah. some preacher talking about that verse. And it was cool to be like. I don't know, maybe almost tricking my mind to mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, I'm kind of on social media, it but looks like, like a story. Yeah. yeah, but like I'm actually like soaking in other like important people's words mm-hmm. and like learning about the Lord and stuff through that. I watch that while I brush my teeth in the morning. Love nice. that. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for you. Thanks. Multitask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So if anything, um, 
all of you who are listening, what I want you to take away from this is that, like we said in the beginning, social media is not an inherently bad thing. There are dangers and pitfalls that we need to be aware of. And as followers of Christ, um, just like anything else we have in our lives, we should be using it as a tool to reach people for the kingdom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I think we just have to be like intentional with what we're doing on social media and how we're using it um, to protect ourselves from those pitfalls. Right. Yeah, totally. It's time for Q&A. Um, so now moving on to the end of the podcast, we just have a quick few questions. In turn, Q&A. Yeah. Q&A. <laughs> so first, um, do you prefer going to the movies or watching TV at home? So Netflix. I know movie. Avery's answer. <laughs> Avery, uh, <laughs> I'm going to answer for Avery. Okay. She loves going to the movies because she loves watching trailers. That is I the, do. She just like, she. if we aren't there for the trailer, right. she's going to be upset if about it. If we miss a trailer, that's an important part. That You're right. Very... <laughs> Very important part yeah, because how reviews. else are you going to know? I mean, right? unless you're on YouTube all the time like I am, you don't know what movies are coming out. <laughs> but yeah. I am going to agree with her that I think I the, love trailers the of- vibe of like watching a movie in the theater is yes. way more fun. Listen, COVID and stuff, that's one of the things that has really bummed me out about COVID. I don't, I don't yeah. even remember what going to the movies is like. Oh, no. Right. I haven't been to it's a movie been, in months. It's been so long. I think, oh. I think Netflix and Hulu and all these different um, outlets have ruined movie watching because... <laughs> Because I get really impatient, and if there's like a cringy part in a movie or TV show, I'll skip, skip it. it. Oh my god! Or Ooh. skip ahead and to find out what happens. And my goodness, yeah. yeah. So if it's like a two-hour movie, I'm like, this is boring. Da, da, da. And then it turns in from a, it turns from a two-hour movie to forty-five-minute. Oh my goodness! You can't. Yeah, you can't do that in the theater. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it seems I like think the movie movie theaters are special. Yeah, there's no beating like going and getting candy yeah. and ice right? and going and sitting Whoa. down. Wow. Popcorn. You don't buy candy from the movie. Oh, no. You go to Dollar no, Tree. Stop. And then you sneak it in. You sneak it in. You might buy like a popcorn or a drink. From okay. We used to get like one popcorn and my dad would bring like plastic bags and like separate it out for all of us <laughs> oh kids. And he'd like Smart. be handing popcorn down the aisle. Smart. But we bought the popcorn at the theater. You know, okay, uh, so we used to do that, but we would get the refillable one. So yeah, we would like bring the extra bags and then like <laughs> yeah. take it back, get a refill. And they were like. You just got a refill like 10 <laughs> seconds ago. What happened? That's awesome. That's so funny. Well, yeah, I guess the consensus is movie that the Crossing theater. Students interns prefer going, going to the to movie, movie theater. Yeah, we're going to the movies whenever I think it's more, it's more convenient to be at home, but the movie watching experience yeah. at a movie theater is something special. Listen, you know? when there's Glad like a new movie out, like a new Star Wars movie or something, and like everyone's there uh, yeah. and everyone's excited, like, it's just so much the fun. The energy is yes. Especially when it, Whenever everybody dresses up. Yeah, that's yes. crazy. The you don't get the IMAX experience, <laughs> and I think the home, like home watching, you get bored. If you get bored at a certain scene, it's your phone, and so then you just get distracted by your True. phone, and you don't, you miss yeah. so True. much, and you can't rewind it. So, um, but now for our next question, what is your favorite type of exercise? What I'm gonna jump in. Okay, I'm excited about this question because I love rock climbing, rock and climbing. people don't think exercise. it's an exercise. But I think I it's an exercise. exercise. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes I don't want to say it's like a workout. It is. But I definitely think it's an exercise. Works like your upper body strength. In. Yeah. Interesting. All the strength. But it's really fun. If you haven't rock climbed, you should try it sometime. Avery wow. does not like it. <laughs> I do, okay, it's She's a scared thing. of heights. <laughs> I went with you one time and I wasn't worried and I got about 10 feet off the ground Freaked and froze. <laughs> I was what? like, oh, wow. But I love wow. it. Interesting. Yeah, my favorite thing is getting all the way to the top and then jumping off. Yeah. No, I would have a panic attack. Okay. I think I like doing Olympic lifts. Oh. For exercise. So like hang clean. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, 
That's funny. Like, I don't know. Stuff like that. But then if if I'm being like um bougie, I like rowing machines. Oh my gosh, I love rowing. It's fun. But what about you, Red? You know, what's your I like uh bodyweight workouts. Yeah, like me too. Like okay. push ups, sit ups, crunches. Oh, so uh, at home oh, workouts. Right? Yeah, body yeah, yeah. weight workout. Yeah. Like, yeah. Body weight. Oh, you, <laughs> you use your body weight. Your own body weight is supposed to be the best thing. What about you, you, Avery? My favorite type of working out is cardio, like running and stuff. You're a runner. We all pick something different. (laughs) I like to run, but here's the thing. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. I watch movies while I run. So in case you didn't already know that Uh, I like to watch movies. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) And on that note... We are ending the podcast. Oh, so thank okay. you guys so much for tuning in. We're so glad you guys decided to listen to uh, Intern This. We hope to uh, have you listen to our next episode. Thank you guys so much and goodbye. Bye. Bye.